0: Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that brings you the most interesting content in information security, technology, and humans. The idea is content curation as a service. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts. I then take what I learned from that content and turn it into a concise 30-minute summary. So I've decided to remain ad- and sponsor-free. So if you're someone who enjoys the show and can afford fancy coffee, please consider heading over to com slash support. Become a member for just $5 a month or $50 a year. Becoming a member gets you the weekly companion newsletter full of all the links and stories I mentioned on the podcast and helps me to continue doing the show. And thanks to everyone who's already a member. All right, welcome to episode one thirty one. I am back. This is my own voice. It seems a lot of people don't like the AI voices, so uh, noted. And uh, with that, I guess we'll go ahead and get started with security news. So a new study shows you could predict credit rating from your online tech fingerprint. And it turns out you can actually predict it better than uh, your FICO score in a lot of cases. Just by looking at certain markers like what time you sign up for things, uh, if you use Android or iOS, if you misspell your email address, if your email address has your name in it, if your email address has numbers in it, things like this can make a huge difference in uh, evidently your chance of defaulting. And uh, a lot of companies are actually using this type of system in addition to looking at someone's fico score but if they don't have the fico score this is super helpful for them and they could just gather gather this information from you while you're on their website just passively so uh pretty crazy germany says russian hackers are attacking their energy companies Due to escalating tensions and an impending trade war, China has returned to hacking our faces off. So they were kind of going a little light on us uh, for a while there. I think with uh, Obama previously, we had some sort of agreement. It actually didn't stop them from hacking our military stuff. They were still going after military stuff, but he got them to back off of our uh, commercial stuff. And I think all bets are off at this point uh, based on the current administration. WPA 3 is coming with two major upgrades to security. So first of all, it makes it harder to to do offline brute forcing. And second, it implements forward secrecy so that even if you do actually break uh, the encryption on some content, uh, you get access to very little of it because the, the keys are rotating. China is launching small drones that look very much like small birds. Uh, including flapping wings. They're like a white bird. It looks very realistic, even up close. I'm sure it looked quite nice uh, from a distance. And they're being launched to basically do GPS and monitor a bunch of signals. Uh, and <clears throat> or it might be just be a camera, actually. But uh, it's a small pilot program, uh, but it's expected to expand if it goes well. Verizon and AT&T are going to stop selling your phone location data to data brokers. My first response when I heard this was excellent. And my second response to this was, why were you doing that in the first place? It's like someone telling you you have they have good news for you uh, because I'm no longer stealing things out of your garage. I feel like it's supposed to be good news, but it doesn't quite make it. The Pentagon has enabled Cyber Command to become significantly more aggressive in their operations. So they could basically do uh, just more aggressive attacks on other groups, other nations, uh, is what we can sort of glean from the article. And I think that's in line with uh, the, the new administration's stance on things. Facebook has assembled an internal team to red team abuse on their platform. They attempt to basically figure out ways people could abuse the system and harm the brand. And when you put it that way, you wonder why more people aren't doing this, right? This is way more advanced than most penetration tests or even most red teams who are focused on compromise, stealing data or whatever. This really goes to the heart of what actually hurts the company most, which is the loss of public trust. So really cool to see this happening. I think more companies should be doing it. Twitter has purchased Smite, S-M-Y-T-E, very cool name, company that combats trolls, abusers, bots, and scams. Advisories this week, 24 major Cisco flaws. There's a botnet attacking a particular type of D-Link router because uh, they went through some source code and pulled out some static passwords. So they're logging into the box and running a wget command to pull down malware. And then a bunch of vulns were found in access cameras. And breaches and leaks this week, uh, Firebase had uh, a bunch of stuff leaked out, uh, multiple gigabytes from their broken API with no access control. Technology news, MIT has built an AI technology that can track humans through walls. It uh, looks a lot like the tech from Total Recall. If you remember that scene where they walked through the uh, metal detector and you could just like see a skeleton. You can't actually see a skeleton, but you could see where the human should be. And it's all based on uh, just reading Wi-Fi signals and using uh, using AI to interpret that. AT&T are, and Verizon are looking to use drones to quickly restore cellular connectivity to areas where that have been knocked out so like after a disaster or something you just fly a drone in there and it could broadcast a mile uh, diameter of uh, mobile signal marriott hotels are getting alexa functionality so that people can order room service get housekeeping or talk to a concierge which uh, i think is brilliant i'm a marriott fan myself Apple is backing a standard that will allow you to unlock your car using your mobile device via NFC. I cannot wait for this. I've wanted to get rid of my keys for a very long time. It's really funny. A lot of people think, well, someone could just steal your phone or your watch or whatever. But they can also steal your keys. Um, you do get more stuff if you steal your watch or whatever. But the fact that someone's always been able to steal our house keys or pick our locks, or or whatever, it's always been really easy to break into places. Uh, But whenever we start talking about a new way to get into something, then suddenly the risk becomes visible and we find all these flaws, but we've just completely ignored the ones that have been there the whole time. Lyft is experimenting with a subscription model, $299 for 30 rides under $15 a piece. I would love to do that. I think subscription models are the way to go. DARPA literally reinvented the wheel by creating a system that switches from being a regular wheel to like a tank-like track in about two seconds. So when it needs to roll, it rolls. When it needs to be a track like a tank, it switches to that. They're going to put them on Humvees, evidently. A lot of Humvee repair people are crying right now. AT and has launched a new live TV service for fifteen dollars a month, which uh, has about thirty-seven channels on it. Um, I already have Uverse, Not sure why wouldn't uh, add add to. Uh, not sure why I would add another set of channels, but I guess for people who've already cut the cord, be like an internet option for watching TV. Facebook has a neat AI technology that can open people's eyes and pictures. So if you accidentally close your eyes, it'll open them back up for you. A little bit spooky, but we should expect that to get more spooky. BitTorrent has been sold to a blockchain startup for $140 million. Human news A major new study has linked Alzheimer's with the presence of herpes virus in the brain. And it's not the it's not the kind you get on your mouth or your, uh, nether regions. It's the, uh, I think it's like simplex six and seven or something like that. So it's, uh, some lesser known ones. Evidently herpes means to hide or something. Oh no, to crawl. So evidently it's like hard to detect or whatever. So that's what, uh, the deal is with herpes. And evidently, I don't know if they're going to say it's a cause or if it's just correlated or whatever. I'm not sure. Coffee keeps looking better and better in recent recent health studies. The article talks about how it protects the heart. But uh, I don't know. I was reading this and I couldn't help but wonder about previous studies about health that ended up being linked to the special interest, right? So what if like Starbucks or whatever are funding all this research? I'm not saying that they are just saying that the type of question we should be asking is who is funding this whenever we read that coffee is amazing. Uh, I didn't actually have time to look it up, but um, I feel like we should be thinking in that mode whenever we hear something amazing about a product that someone's making money off of. Suicide rate for U.S. farmers is over five times that of a general population the ACLU has decided to only support free speech if it agrees with the political opinion of the free speech. A couple of different ways to think about this. One is they're just so strapped for resources that you can only take the ones that are just so obvious to you. And that's kind of defendable. But if you really are just left leaning and you don't support any right leaning things, even if it's a flagrant, uh, you know, violation of free speech, then that's spooky. That's not the ACLU that I would support. Um, although I can't think of any right wing you know, or any crazy right wing, I guess by definition, uh, that I would support. So I, I'm not sure how practical this is, that, that it's actually a problem. But philosophically, it, it rubs me very wrong. San Francisco is about to get a burger restaurant where the entire process is done by robots. You basically order on a iPad or whatever, and it does everything for you and you get your burger out. And it's like super customized, like thousands of different combinations or whatever, so uh, I am looking forward to trying it. Uh, can't imagine a robot breaking and it just shutting down the restaurant, but um, I, I'm just curious from a, experiment standpoint to see it happen. AMC has revealed a plan to compete with MoviePass. It's a $20 monthly subscription to see up to three movies per week. IRL is an app that wants to get people together in real life. Ideas, Trends, and Analysis. Got an essay I wrote here, My Tactical Advice for Clearing Depression. You absolutely want to check this thing out. It's basically a calculator that I created for addressing if you don't feel uh, mentally good, if, if you feel down, if you feel depressed, if you feel sad. Um, I, I have a lot of people around me who do feel this way a lot. Um, and when I ever feel like not motivated, like not super excited about my projects for the last several years, I've been like, okay, okay, have I been working out? Have I been eating correctly? Am I, am I getting enough sleep? Mostly working out, though. Have I done anything physical, like uh, gone to the gym and worked out really heavy or gone on a super long walk or whatever? And invariably, when I ask the question, no, I have not done those things. And invariably, I feel bad. And When I start doing those things, I immediately just like, I go out, I I read a good book. I work on a project that I care about. Get off of social media. Don't look at what anyone is saying about anything, really. Focus inward. Focus on your own projects. Focus on the people that you care about. Focus on giving back to other people as opposed to looking uh, to what other people are saying about you or your projects or anything like that. Get away from external validation, right? Right. And focus on the things that actually bring you value and meaning. Um, And combine that with physical exercise. uh, And it never doesn't work. That's two negatives, but it always works, right? It always works. Every single time I'm like, oh, wow, that was dumb. I'll never do that again. And then... Whatever, two months later, I'm like, man, i just not motivated, just not feeling great. What's going on? Oh, I haven't worked out in two weeks. I've been eating like crap. I'm not sleeping well, no exercise. And um, again, I go through the methodology and, and it all fixes. So, what I did was I built a calculator of the list of things not to do and the list of things to do. I even rated them. And then I built a calculator in Excel, which I'm hoping to turn into a mobile app. But um, I basically made a calculator that shows you your current score. And it'll tell you if you have a score, you know, between these levels, you know, this one and that one, then you're probably feeling blah. If you have between this one and that one, you're probably feeling really bad. If you have it, you know, between these, then you're probably feeling pretty good. And it like always works. Uh, And I got some friends who are doing it now and they're saying it, it really matches up. It, it matches their experience and the stuff is really helping. So I'm excited about it. Um, tactical advice for clearing depression. That's the first essay here. Next one is, um, predicting someone's credit rating from their online tech fingerprint. Talked about that one. Um, what the code of Hammurabi, not sure how to pronounce that can tell us about software and hardware reliability. So this is basically, going, uh, I got this from a recent Taleb book, but um, the idea is that uh, we've been building software that has impact on society and uh, not there aren't any repercussions really for the companies to build the software when it goes bad. And uh, the Code of Hammurabi says that basically if if you build a house and it crashes on someone, like you can be put to death or the son of you or whatever, Uh, you know, it kills someone's son, your son could be put to death. Obviously, we shouldn't be putting anyone to death over this stuff. But um, it's interesting that they had this idea of builders are responsible. 4,000 years ago, right? And then uh, Taleb actually gives a bunch of other examples, like bridge makers had to sleep under the bridge that they just built for like weeks with their families to prove that they stood behind or under their work, right? So that's, um, that's a powerful concept. And my point in this essay was basically as we start moving towards IOT, And software that actually can kill you, you know, and systems that actually can kill us because we're stacking an entire society on the software. Uh, This is going to get a lot more serious, and I think a lot of people are going to start thinking more along these lines of, you know, this this old code of standing behind what you built. My thoughts on America in June of 2018. This is a bunch of. Just random observations uh society philosophy p- politics I won't go into it here uh if you like that kind of thing you you'll like that one. I uh, really love the work my friend anton uh, Shavakin is doing at gardner uh organization has been criticized in the past as like you know it's all pay for play it's uh organization that doesn't provide much value, but people like anton uh augusto uh, Barros have been putting out spectacular content and analysis for a while now. Uh, I really like what Anton is specifically doing right now. He's talking about product uh, saturation in the security market. He's basically, basically saying people don't have the ability to implement new products. doesn't matter how cool it is. They don't have time to look at it. Um, and he, he's proposing a solution that basically maybe the only thing we could do to provide value at this point is provide a product with the service of how to consume it. So you're providing like this, this go between that, that curates and shepherds the output of this product to, to people, because if you just give them an interface or whatever, like they're never going to go and use it because they don't have time. So, uh, really cool concept. Uh, and I've got a link to the essay here. The thing that most lowers the chances of a nuclear attack on the United States is there being a small number of people who actually want to do it, Um, and not the fact that it's hard. And recent policy changes by our government are raising the numbers of people who would like to hurt us. Um, And it's also raising the number of people who, if they heard about a plan to hurt us, would just look the other way, right? Right. So I, I think this is a huge security problem, uh, the current administration, because it's making people actually willing to harm us on, on a mass scale. Um, and, and that actually introduces way more risk than you could possibly lower by increasing you know, controls. Some analysis shows that uh, Asian men are dominating in high status fields like tech and law. But seldom make it into leadership. That's what this article is talking about. So they're doing better than any other group at entering into high status fields and making good money, but not doing well at getting into leadership. So I think uh, the best way to look at this is to look at the qualities that they've mastered better than anyone else, right? They're, they're beating all the other groups, you know, uh, white folks, black, uh, Hispanic, whatever. Um, and then ask what, what they're doing and doing better than everyone else. And then saying, how did those qualities compare to the qualities that people look for in leadership? And I think that's the trick, right? The trick is what are the opposites of the qualities that they seem to have better than everyone else. And the first thing that come to mind for me are risk taking and creativity and just being strange and, and forceful and that sort of thing. And that, that's what, you know, eccentric, th- that seems to be what, <clears throat> uh, uh, leaders are, are selected for, right? Um, but when you have high performing immigrant cultures, those cultures tend to focus on career safety, right? And like just towing the line and being, and being flawless and not having mistakes, um, And that will absolutely get you in and get you to the high ranks and everything. But leadership, they want someone who's like known for their own voice, their own vision. They've got their own eccentricities and all this. Um, And not necessarily great at following the rules. So if someone can't summon their own interpretation and direction, they'll probably be passed over for leadership. Um, So that's my read on a why uh, you know you might see success up to a certain point and then not into leadership. So as usual, the ideal would to be to have both, right where you could sort of have the, the main uh, the mainstream worker mentality and then also have this this uh, think out of the box mentality um, or at least what people in those roles are selecting for. The ultimate goal of containers, Kubernetes, and Lambda type services is to abstract everything away but the business logic. This is also what will happen from the user side as well, um, where businesses will basically be mostly a set of APIs or, or as I call it, businesses as daemons. So this is a link to one of the chapters in my uh, in my book I put out at the end of 2016. And this is a follow-up on an article that was um, talking about how Kubernetes is rising and and getting a lot more important um, and how er they're trying to abstract everything. And and that's the whole, it made me think of this this, uh, chapter of mine. Uh, Just because someone is disagreeable doesn't mean they're not a giver or that they're not good for your organization and vice versa. This is a cool little piece of analysis, not by me. Uh, tipping is barbaric for most waiters and waitresses because it justifies extremely low wages. Discovery, a great place, uh, a great piece on the decline of America's major cities. Israel has a lot of cybersecurity companies. Got a link to a bunch of them here. And Endgame's Guide to Threat Hunting, really great document. Notes. Uh, A lot of people close to me who struggle with depression. I talked about this earlier. I I really think you should go check out this, uh, this uh, calculator that I created uh, this very tactical approach to managing your mood. Um, I think it's time for me to look into intermittent fasting, intermittent, intermittent. It's a weird word. Uh, I've heard solid things from solid sources. Uh, but I really need to just study this. So if you have any top resources on this, uh, I appreciate you letting me know. Um, I'm about to pick a bone with Steven Pinker, I think. I think I'm going to get in a Twitter fight with him, if he'll engage. I think his last two books have been simultaneously brilliant, excellent, precise, and wrong. So he's basically been arguing for his last two books, Better Angels of Our Nature and Enlightenment Now, that I don't know what everyone's talking about. Everything is just fine. Like, you know, uh, literacy is at the highest rates and blah, blah, blah. and Just describing all these positive statistics, like crime is way down. And he's absolutely not wrong about any of it, right? But, and this is kind of foreshadowing the essay before I even started writing it. But here's the idea. It doesn't matter how good the world is, okay? The the world's just a bunch of atoms, right? It it doesn't have a yes or a no. It doesn't have a happy or a sad. The only thing that's happy or sad is people. So, I mean, you can have some girl named Brittany who gets the wrong color BMW. And she is in a state of turmoil and distress. And if you scan her brain, she's having a meltdown. And it is every bit as bad as someone in some super poor country who just lost her family and uh doesn't have money to go to school and sleeps in a ditch and you scan their brains and they're equally unhappy right and you have some people who don't have very much food they're barely getting by and they get together for family dinners and they're extremely happy you ask them hey what's your level of happiness oh a I'm fine. Everything's good. You know, I've got my family. I work, you know, 19 hours a day, um, you know, and I'm thankful for that. And they're happy, right? Now, how is their health care? Not good. How is all these stats that you could name off? What's their education? Not good. You name all these stats. They're doing horrible. You ask them if they're happy. They're happy, right? You have the exact opposite. You know, the world is great. America is great. Crime is low. Everyone's on opiates, um, 30% increase in suicide uh, since 1999. That is not positivity. That is not happiness. That is not progress. So Pinker is arguing that we should be happy. That, That should be his argument, is that we should be happy, but that we're not. But it seems like he's trying to argue things are actually better. No, things are only better if we feel like they're better. Um, Now, if his argument is that we should feel like they're better because they actually are, you know, objectively, well, that's fine. And if he's saying that, then I 100% agree with him. But um, I I feel like he's missing everything that matters while still being completely right in his argument. All right. Anyway, recommendations. Um, Really enjoying Grammarly which is this plugin that lets you uh, just edit your writing or whatever. Hopefully I have fewer typos in my newsletters because of it. If you do a lot of writing, you should try it out. By the way, I wouldn't ever recommend a product. Sp- uh, I'm also doing the, the membership thing, right? So uh, so I'm not doing any sponsorships. But if I were to do one, I would make it very clear if I were doing one. So this is just a regular link to Grammarly. Uh, whatever that URL is. And, um, you should try it out. Uh, I've used a few of these things in the past. WordPress is particularly bad actually at, um, finding spelling mistakes. So anyway, you should try it out if you write a lot online. And I've got a, another great piece here on how to live happily ever after with your life mate. I should have rewritten that. That was kind of dumb. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Really good piece. It talks about basically kindness being the whole thing. Um, Yeah, you should check it out. I think it's New York Times. Good article. Aphorism for the week. The secret of success is constancy of purpose. The secret of success is constancy of purpose. Benjamin Disraeli. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget you can also get the show, including all the links to the things I mentioned, in text form by signing up for the email newsletter at danielmeisler.com newsletter or via the blog post for each episode. I'll see you next time.